We in here, point black period, bitch. Point black period, bitch. Now see, I ain't no player hater, but I'll hate a player if you push me. See, nigga, while you stand there using all your heart trying to look the part with your cold, still eyes, nigga, you don't realize you just pussy for sale. Now, see, I would call you female, but you too frail. While she held queen, I mean, your existence is fractionally vaginal. Like the slits of the whores you use to suit your feeble needs. You know, saturated soy when faulty fertilizer sure your future seeds will be just like you, pussy, for sale. Yo, yo, what it is? Welcome back, Point Black, period, episode 48. 48. I feel like I almost fucked it up, but I'm correct. He pushed a throw. <laughs> yes, guys, we're giving y'all a special episode this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about to go missing for a little while, so we give y'all a little something. A very strong hiatus. Right. <laughs> it's going to be like a completely different season. Right. No, nah, I really hope not. Like, it needs to definitely still be cold outside. It's going to be cold. But, yeah, so... The later end. This is definitely around the time, you know, it gets a little heavy for the both of us mm-hmm. when it comes to work, and we have not found that balance yet. But I'm working on it, actually, because yeah. things are about to change. But, you know, y'all understand. Work mm-hmm. is work, and plus, time to dive back, you know, catch up on things you missed. Yeah. Enjoy all of that. We still have so much more content to play. I mean, there's so much that's already out. <laughs> so, I mean, if you know, if you need a word, call it back. <laughs> For realsies. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. <laughs> but, yeah. So, let's get into the show. Or whatever. We started off with, like, social media or whatever. And I am going first. I feel like uh, Edna, you would be proud of me because I only have one from um, Twitter. What? Right. You are moving. So the rest is from Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And two of them. Ooh, Tumblr? Tumblr's going to be deep. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Hold on. We don't have to say. But yeah, I'm going to start off with my Twitter one. Mm-hmm. Um, take the... Oh, Lord. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Rebuke that devil. Take the sex away and you'll come to realize that not many individuals have much to offer. The generation is so pressed for physicality that y'all forget mentality creates the bonds and form longevity. There's a lot of words in there. (laughs) That's a lot of truth in there. For real though. And I definitely, definitely believe that this generation is more so concerned with the wrong things in so many aspects Mm -hmm. and um so i definitely felt felt like that tweet definitely spoke for the generation or whatever because everybody's claiming to want something that no one is giving like nobody has what the package that you're selling right nobody's trying to nobody got it it's like you sit here and you see all these people on social media and they talk about how well they are and when if I'm gonna be in a relationship, this is what the fuck I'm gonna do. But once again, like you're still single, so like, <laughs> and then you were in a relationship. What happened? Like if you were that amazing, what changed? A lot. <laughs> you don't know who you are. <laughs> so yeah, you know I'm all for equal opportunity and stuff out here. So I definitely feel like you definitely have to work on the mental more than the physical in certain aspects because you know it's not just that. And for me, I'm definitely not going to always, like, be in the mood. Like, leave me the fuck alone. 
Let's talk. Like, do you can you give conversation? But you're mature. You're grown, so you have a better understanding that you know the physical is just the physical. Yeah, my like, you know, what are they, my extreme hormones or whatever is really not all over the place. I'm not a child, so you know, yes. with them still being all over the place, it's more controlled. Mm, you know mm. what to do. And yeah, you're not about to be out here doing fuckboy shit. But unfortunately, the younger, younger generation. That's what happens when you let your dick lead. Ooh, <laughs> nothing good. Just dumbass. It has a mind of its own, and it does what it's supposed to do. What we gonna do? <laughs> what we gonna do? You have to be the one to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this because it's only doing what it's supposed to do. Mm. Like I was watching that episode of Grown Up Hip Hop And it was pissing me off or whatever Because Bow Wow was legit doing the right thing Like he went out to the club He was It was supposed to be for an experience I mean a club appearance mm. Or whatever And he, his girl was supposed to be in the studio Waiting for him or whatever So you know he out there He not drinking He telling people that he's not gonna drink He telling the girls you know Gotta chill out All that type of stuff His friends Is legit Sending Bottles to him oh Girls God. over there To oh him And I'm sitting gosh. there like This man is clearly saying He don't want no issues at home Like if you was really his friend You I would like never would give a fuck You would never So I was like You gotta watch those people Because his friend Was really trying to put him In a situation and I feel like Bauer really only like that guy because they make really good music together. But you got to separate that. Set good music does not mean the person is not trash. Mm. But that's my little TV rant. For mm, that was good <laughs> because I ain't never seen it. Like I was actually like legit proud of Bauer. Like at the end, he still lost it. Like um, he started drinking and all that stuff. Of course. But he really held on for longer than I thought he was. was sadly, sadly. Um, moving on to my next. Um. Okay, so this one when I first read it, kind of like touched me in a way to where I was a little bothered because I felt like shots was fired. But <laughs> I'm trying. Let's see if I read it again and still feel the same. Let's hear. Y'all do realize that being honest about your intentions up front doesn't make ill intentions suddenly okay, right? Mm. So I don't know. Like the way I was thinking about it when I read it last night. It's like, you know, people who try to say that just because I say I just want to fuck does not mean, you know. It's okay. Yeah. And my thing is, I feel like that's in when I say that, it's more so in your court what you do next. Now, um, and I think that's where the next thing that I saw kind of correlates with that in a sense. It's like you're not a fuckboy if you articulate your intentions and you both agree to them. What makes you a fuckboy is leading people on and being manipulative. Mm. So I was kind of like, well, if you're honest from the beginning, you know, there's really nothing wrong with that. Like, so unless you're not saying some like off the wall type of shit, like you don't necessarily need to be like disrespecting people. But if you already know you're coming in the situation for like one thing, there's nothing wrong to say that. And then yeah. let the person decide yeah, exactly. if that's what they want to deal with. Ooh, but that's tough. That's tough because people can say that all they want to. Yeah, but... and that's the problem. Nobody really follows through. Exactly. But, you know, it just bothered me because I know <laughs> for me how that works. You know, when it comes out of my mouth, I don't want you to assume anything other than what I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, you ain't got to read into it too much. And I think I'm pretty much one of them people that, you know, you can pretty much tell when I'm, like, really not into it. Well, well, I mean, but still be vocal because right, which never you know. know I'm vocal. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's just like, you know, I don't know. I just don't want that narrative out there to where it just seems like now we finally have people telling you the truth. And now it seems like you're shaming them for telling the truth. Because, mm. like, at the end of the day, it was still you who decided to go through with it after they told you what it was. Because, you know, people love to see, be like, I feel like I'm going to change that. And you no. Can't. Yeah, that's definitely never been a true statement. <laughs> and I still, I don't think you can really change anybody. I think a lot of people probably think that they changed a person, but I really feel like that person just wanted to be that person for you. Yeah. Like, it's not nothing that you really, like, did to where you feel like, oh, I just got this or whatever to where, you know, y'all just vibe together. And that's what makes a person want to do those types exactly. of things. But they never really change because if they change, they will still have those behaviors after you. Right. Which is something they drop as soon as they're done with you because I was only doing that for you. And then it's over. Legit happens in that same episode with Bow Wow. Like, (laughs) you end up breaking up with the girl and immediately started planning, like, a whole thing with girls and a whole bunch of shit just going on. It's like, you flipped that fast. Because they be tired. We be... Well, mm, I don't know about true love, but <laughs> you get yeah. tired of holding on right. because you're ready to move on, anyways. And you've been, and if especially when you've been good for somebody, and then they fuck you over, right? And then, like I could have been doing, I could have been acting up the whole time, basically. So you know, the first night I'm acting up because I, <laughs> I could have been doing it the whole time. I'm back again. My thing is, if Trina's gonna be playing in the background <laughs> all fucking day, oh all night, gosh. every day for the like next month. <laughs> like, Trina, bad bitch anthem. Yeah. <laughs> we have anybody she cut she feel, You know, so empowered. <laughs> so <laughs> I am through. <laughs> But that's it for me. Um, so I'm debating if I want to even start off with this one or not because it's kind of, it's kind of too much. Uh oh. But let's do it. Um, nope. We're no. not even gonna do it. I'm gonna pick another one. I'm gonna pick another one. But I do want to do the um Blackificent. Yes, I love that. That sounds good. Blackificent. Blackificent is a whole mood. Um, but it is the definition of magnificent is impressively dripping in black beauty. <laughs> Elaborate. Oh, Lord, I couldn't even say it. See? <laughs> because Brian threw me out with that, with that giggle. <laughs> now, okay, I'm, I don't even think I can read it. <laughs> Elaborately infused with melanin, extravagantly bathed in chocolate. Yes, it's just, it sounds good. <laughs> it's like a whole vibe for like 25. That sounds <laughs> yummy in my tummy. Yeah, oh, you had to pull that one out. <laughs> it does sound real delicious. Mm, it really mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. It sounds mm, like a new, just a new. You can smell the chocolate. A new attitude, yes. And the just all the good sweetness. The shea butter and, mm. and, and the and the coconut oil. <laughs> the universe is not in a hurry. You are. It's why you're anxious and depressed and disappointed. Let go and trust. Okay? Uh. So stop all the bullshit. Right. Because I, bother, I mean, I struggle with this all the time. Because I'm always like, why? I know that I deserve the things that I want. Right. So I'm just kind of like ready for them. Right. But yeah. 
you know, timing is everything. My thing is, I want it now, you know, because <laughs> I'm young enough and I want to do it while I'm young. Like, mm-hmm. people be like, what, you know, you save up and you do this and you do that. Who got time? You, older, you can live your best. And it's like, but I can't be dancing on tables in my 50s. I can't be like, you know, trying to like zip line safely through the fucking Madagascar <laughs> you know safely at the big age of 65 oh like I right. want to be able to be adventurous right. and be able to recover if I do get hurt be young <laughs> I just want to be young right now so give me my money now <laughs> like, but it never works that way no. so it but does. when it's in God's hands yeah it's pretty much you can still be young she was an imagining that's the blessings that's the blessing it's just hard to see because i'm not psychic but the vision the vision is (laughs) the vision but um actually i do want to have an honorable mention from church um but it was so good he was like um do you have um you might call it trust issues but are you really manipulative and i said ooh. Gather me, honey. Gather me. Gather me. Because I was like, ooh, because then then he went to break it down. He said, he had the audacity to say, he was like, um, if you uh, say that you don't trust somebody, but you do things that, you know, to manipulate the situation and make it like the outcome be, you know, what you had in your head the whole time. False realities is basically what he was saying. So you start making up. You know things just to prove your point. About you need to start like recording. Don't drop. Now this is not even him. I told you, like, but he he definitely came through. Right. That was beautiful. Cause he really be naming names and shit. And it's <laughs> like, sir, I don't even know you. I'm telling you, burning. How we <laughs> because as soon as he he gonna light you up with that truth. <laughs> that truth is crazy. Like a Christmas tree. Mm, it was so good. <laughs> I like the play. <laughs> um okay yeah so the last one is men fuck me suck me <laughs> feed me <laughs> heal me birth my children comfort comfort what the hell is wrong with me today oh my God. <laughs> i'm really tripping the, the tongue is not right but you that. know what because i went from heaven to heathen so that's why <laughs> god is like what is wrong with you Should comfort <laughs> comfort my pain maybe i should okay submit no i'm not gonna do it because no. y'all heard it <laughs> comfort, comfort my pain and demons grow with me teach me and then women okay can you pay the bills Ooh. men you bitches too entitled. <laughs> you bitches are bums. You always want a man to take care of you. Why is it so hard these days? Because I've been seeing this thing on Twitter talking about, the man talking about, um, so when the girls are going to pay for these dates? And then somebody was like, damn, girls, can we start taking these niggas out so they can stop crying? Because <laughs> all the time it seems like men are always talking about how women don't, are not equal. We don't reciprocate. Y'all you know? don't reciprocate. Oh my gosh, here goes the equal opportunity. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's just that's how it's supposed to be. Like, do you hear the list that the women have to do? Because this is what the men do. Re- that. What you mean? You hold on. First of all, I need to read that again anyway. I exactly. So fuck me, suck me. <laughs> fuck me, suck me. Feed me. Heal me. Right. Birth my children. Comfort my pain and demons. Grow with me. Teach me. That's what men require from women. 
Um, and we just simply ask for right. the bills to be paid. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. Attention <laughs> and affection. That's yes. about it. Right. But this basically saying that women's needs are lesser than men's needs. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. In a relationship, right. men can't do a lot. Right. So they they start, like, you know, leaning to the woman to be their everything. So... That's men out here looking for mothers. Like, y'all be out here babying niggas. What y'all need is a motherfucker who is a by your side. Niggas don't like, have direction. Then find one we with a like, <laughs> You just don't be. I don't know. Like, I honestly do. I say to my friends, I feel like in certain areas, you're just not going to find what you're looking for. Oh my and God. then I saw something to be like, you know, what if your soulmate ain't black? Like, <laughs> like Who gives a one fuck? of them situations is like, what if what you're looking for is Ooh, not in your area? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know because I feel like with both of those, I find flaws in both of those in a sense because it's like I don't feel like the men that I really know ask for those type of things, especially in those type of ways. Mm. Like we're not demanding you give a baby. Like a majority of the niggas I know ain't gonna take care of them anyway. So it's like I know I'm, you're uh, I am talking but, about the queens out there and the kings that are right, receiving so, this because <laughs> I, I will not be talking to the bums. Uh-uh. But yeah, like the the most successful marriages that I've seen are kind of more so with that equal. Like nobody is playing roles. Like everybody has a great job everybody is equally taking their children to where they need to be it's not just one the mother taking the kids everywhere the father is making sure stuff is done he's right. cooking she's cooking they're both working there was no cooking and none of that uh-uh. like but when <laughs> if we're going off of that you're just asking for the stand, standard stuff that's always been Put in who was the one who started all that? Like, because back in the day, the woman was taking care of everything, and the man legit was just going to work. Right. And because he went to work, he got the biggest piece of chicken. Yeah. Or he got to be left alone once he got home. And it's like, no. Like, <laughs> you have responsibilities right. also. Yeah, within the relationship, not just outside of, like, the relationship. Right. You have to actually be there in facts, in the fact of attention and affection and all that good stuff. So that's really all women need. We just need somebody to listen and to be all up on us and then get off us so that we can do our thing and you can do your thing. What y'all need is a man who's not out here with a fragile masculinity who's scared of his emotions and wiping his own ass. Oh, speak a friend, speak. <laughs> so like, now that deserves because, some snaps. <laughs> that's really all it is. Like, I really feel like a lot of women are definitely, or men who are more in touch with themselves will have better relationships. It's like you can't be in love when you don't know how to love. Mm-hmm. That's facts. That's good. <laughs> we I really heard expanded that. on that. It rest, I mean, it it hurt. It had to be heard twice because I think what it is is that I'm dipping from the African to the right. this one, and then now like my language, my tongue <laughs> is is ready to speak all kinds of things. <laughs> well, for real, because there is different. We I think we said that from the beginning with the show. At the end of the day, whatever we think, you still can do what you want to do. <laughs> but and with especially with you, you have your. It's, I guess, two different moralities in a yeah. sense. Because it's like you have one culture that's this is how that's going to right. work. And then you have another to where it's like this is how that goes. So yes. 
how do you balance? Ah, that's what that was. Social media <laughs> was the balance. Now I'm together for the rest of the show because, honey, I had to dive back in. I don't remember which podcast I was on. Sheesh. Oh, yeah, that is kind of the thing. Oh, my so gosh. So I was battling, battling that whole culture mindset. Oh, like, my gosh. Mm, fix it. <laughs> but, um, yes, music. <laughs> So, um, I really don't have anything this week. What? Um, nothing had, at all. Like. No repeat, no nothing. I really don't. I don't. I don't. Um, all, like, the only new music that I was any interested in was, you know, because we love Madison Beer so far. <laughs> yes. And I saw Save that she had face. a. <laughs> <laughs> we had, she has a feature with Offset, so that made me think about Edna because, you know, she's, Offset you know, is my guy. a fan or whatever. So I thought that that would actually, like, be a good collab. Or whatever. Didn't hear it, though. No. <laughs> but, I mean, I heard it, but it's not the best song. That I mean, it's a good track. Or whatever, and I feel like I he did hear. Her but, voice is lit. Yeah, um, I don't think I confess on this show that I like Madison Beer now. <laughs> um, oh, I feel like you did. <laughs> I feel like I, I thought. Did I? Either way, if I have, then I'm coming back out again <laughs> as a Madison Beer fan because her voice is lit. Okay, right. Yeah, I better Ooh, catch on. And I told Brian he's gonna a and r it, and he he a and r it. And it's gonna come out that she's gonna be the hottest shit next year sometime. I'm just try. I gotta figure. I gotta see. I'm keeping my ear to it. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. We gonna see. It's know, coming. Cause after Summer Walker, my trust issues back. Summer took the back. world by my storm. Wall came we back still out. like her though. She's, I like her. Yeah. And everybody else does now. Yeah. It's just like she doesn't give us enough. It's never enough. It's like we got the Summer Walker. You know, we're still distraught over her. And Tiana um, Taylor, of course, we're still Tiana Taylor. majorly distraught over her. See, it's crazy because with her, I just oh, with Tiana. Oh, it's, no, not <laughs> we're distraught about Tiana, her. Too. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we, but um, with Tiana, I know she makes good music. I did put that fully on Kanye that last situation. I I did, I did, but then I also am just not feeling her at the moment because of the fact that she just won't take control. Right. Like, at a certain point, you have to just release the video. I saw it. Release the the original version. Just Just do the shit. You just gonna have to take control sometimes. When your man is having a mental breakdown, this is the time to be like, shit, I breached a contract. I don't know what the (laughs) hell he was thinking about. The work to pussy stuff was supposed to be hers this is now this is what I blame on her the album whatever I definitely put on Kanye because I know her albums you know and her EPs and yeah. stuff have always been exactly. good exactly the one time she worked with Kanye on a whole project was the one that was fucked up so I still have faith in her exactly. but where I will blame her is this the video rollouts that we were supposed to be getting with the actual tracks exactly. the right way to where we was excited for that, what? and I what the fuck did we get? Collecting her checks on tour and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. She popped off though, so it was nice. Shout out to Jeremiah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he did open Who, that lane. Then they also said it was trash on the bottom. So yeah, I mean, yeah, because her her people do stand. 
Um, yeah. But, um, so, I mean, we could talk more about the people that we are disappointed by. But, <laughs> um, for me. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Madison Beer Future Offset, it called, this was called Hurts Like Hell. I didn't say that before. Mm. And, um, yeah. I would love to hear what Offset uh, gave to that. Yeah, I don't know if it was me or the, you know, the era that we're in. I, just, I don't know if I like the cover art, you know, for what? it. Because it's like her sitting on the bed and there's a Rottweiler like sitting next to her. And I'm kind of like, is that supposed to be offset? Because in a sense, I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? Like, what's the correlation between her sitting on the bed with a Rottweiler? Like, but she had some weird shit going on her first album too. Right. So I'm just gonna assume that that's just that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and obviously the guy that she's talking about is a dog. So Right. I mean <laughs> <laughs> You are the guy on social media ready to start a I war. told you, I don't know if it's the era that we're in or like it is totally I mean the era. obviously he supports, so he don't feel no type of way. So I don't And offset is what's supposedly conscious, so and he we'll is take a that. Dog. And I just and I mean, my, I'm not gonna say too much about he it. He said anyway. it on the song. Right. Bad and boozy. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yes, it's gonna. It's. I mean, I want to hear it now, right? <laughs> to say the least. But um, so peep that on the playlist once it is finally complete. Ah. Um, Wayne. Wayne dropped three extra songs on us, and these are current because you know he has Gucci Man on there. Post Malone on there, so it's it's newer. Um, so one of them is called Hasta La Vista. Yes, I live for that one because it is good as hell. I mean, it's really not good as hell. It's just that it's funny. And when I hear Wayne's music, I just know that he's hot as shit <laughs> when he's making these songs. So it's like everything you need <laughs> because he's just giving you comedy, greatness, and rap at all at the same time because. This nigga doesn't write his music like he has said numerous of times. Mm-hmm. So he's coming off the dome with this stupid ass shit, goofy ass, high shit. Exactly. That's his musical genius so right Genius. <laughs> In this house is a song with Gucci. That one's hot too. Um, what about me with Post Malone? I'll definitely rock with that one. But I heard that. I mean, it sounds like something I've heard before. So. Or maybe I have heard it before in, in like one of those old snippets, and he just put um, Post on it. But it definitely sounds familiar. But all in all, Wayne did good this um, time around. I can't wait for the rest of it because I know it's going to get better and better. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Wayne, I think Wayne is conscious about his um, voice. And he knows how to manipulate it to sound like the old Wayne. And then he knows how to do rock star Wayne. Then he knows how to do like, you know, how to love Wayne. Like he knows how to manipulate. I mean, of course he does because he's, the, he's one of the queens. So, huh? I said I forgot about that song. Yeah. Know. Yes. So, I think um, the way he's doing his voice right now is giving us the old vibes. It's, it's just good. I am here for it. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Music was light this week. I got um, some news. Yeah. Um, I do want to shout out Diggy's little joint real quick. Just because Diggy is odd for me. I don't know how I feel about it. Diggy Simmons? Yes. Oh, but I know man. that... You know, I think, I think, but I don't know. I don't think I'm going to give it a try, but I think I want to. In another lifetime, 
I would give Biggie a try, but just not, not this one. But I feel like I do want to give it, like, I don't know, because I did listen to Old Diggy before, and, but I heard one of the songs, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> it is no way in hell that I'm going to listen to this. So just listen to JoJo. I ain't listening to shit. If it ain't JoJo, uh, White JoJo. No. I don't need it. No. <laughs> I was listening to her um, remix to Marvin's Room the other day, and I was like, that really sure. set off some shit. Really did. It was so good. That was a nice little time for remixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unlike um, the boot up remixes. No, we don't know. We, we didn't need it. We, we didn't need that needed event. it. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing I ever needed in life. Mm-mm. And I haven't heard it or seen it I still haven't heard Plies. I still haven't either. Um, remix of it. Nah. But yeah, like all that. Marvin's Room had Chris Brown. We had Trump's. We had, uh, we had everybody. <laughs> uh, we had JoJo who came and destroyed that. Yes, I Ripped it to shreds. My favorites were JoJo and Tiana. And then you had Tiana. You had so many. Right. It was like a, Justin B. I think it was so many. Oh my god! Was what like, was that live streaming thing back then that everybody used to be on all the time? Like it was so lit. Because I think that was the thing that also made me like Tiana's more because she was on live while you know making it and stuff like that. So it was like a part of the process Ooh. or whatever. And that shit was lit. What the so fuck she, used she, to be? She really dropped her shit before like. Instagram live and stuff. They used to do all that Child. before. I, I only live in now. Look, <laughs> I only live in now. <laughs> but um, Trey Songz and Genuine are supposed to be coming out with a collab. Ooh. I'm definitely interested in hearing how Shit. that is going to sound. Panis. Right, <laughs> I like some panties so, dropping. It's very yeasty out here. Oh, fix and, it. It's too cold to be yeasty. You know so. <laughs> I guess I do got like a slick repeat of the week. Speaking of like Trey Songs and Genuine or whatever, because I was listening to uh, Stingy, and I was it's like, "Why is this hitting me like this today?" Like I've definitely had put it on repeat, and I yes. was like, "I don't know if I ever heard the song like this before," and I don't know what it was, and I was just at work, like so it wasn't even the right environment for that. Time that's that's the perfect like, environment. That's when you are all by yourself <laughs> and going through all of your shit, unpacking it. I'm just sitting here trying to do my job, man. This song mm-hmm. came on. And I was like, why am I feeling like this today? It started but, off with Mac Wiles. Mac Wiles did a remix. This, like, he did his own version of Stingy. Did And it's actually really, really fell off of Mac. Kind of good. And then... I feel like once he changed his name to Mac, I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like, but... But it was good. He used to make good music. He I don't know us. nothing now, so <laughs> I can't say currently, but I fucked with his old stuff. Mm-hmm. Dip your toe. Dip your <laughs> toe Dip back, back in. in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Dawn Richard has said she's coming out with an album in January. I'm so excited. I'm definitely, you know, a little intrigued to see what genre she's going to be doing. Mm. I personally love her R&B albums or EPs or whenever she's doing anything R&B, but she's definitely, you know, in the techno zone right now and doing all these, you know, synthy type stuff. Yeah, she knows where the bag bag is. Yes. Dawn always knows Mm -hmm. where the bag is. Mm -hmm. She's always going to make it. Yeah. Um, her and Daddy Kane is back on tour. Ooh, they shaded them like, like hell on Twitter. Shaded so we'll see how that's like, gonna go. Ooh, and they crowd surfed. Who the fuck 
crowd service hey, as R and B artists, women at that who I've never heard of no shit like that. But Aubrey they, and yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah. That shit like, was funny though. Because I was just like that person when I saw that video, and I was sitting there, and I never noticed who actually fell or whatever. Because I was just paying attention to make sure Dawn was good. Like, it wasn't no Dawn no, because it was it the black not going to. So, it was Aubrey. No, I don't think because I saw in the comments somebody was like, as long as it wasn't Aubrey, and I was like, you bitch. So I guess it was Shannon. Y'all drop Shannon. Shannon has done so much for the group. Like she is so underrated. I have no words. But for like as the glue, like because vocally it's kind of like. But she can dance. That girl can dance. She keeps up. But yeah, so I want to say that um, the album is called New Breed. Ooh. She seems to be more so on her New Orleans shit. Okay. So, so maybe we'll be, be getting something like that. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see how that's going to sound. Dawn always makes good music, even if I don't necessarily agree with the genre. <laughs> but okay. um, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of so new albums, <laughs> though, Drake did say he was working Ooh. on something new. He announced it on his um, concert not too long ago, um, said that he's going to take a little vacay or whatever, but the music will be back probably around summer again. Oh, so that's so, a long ass time. So basically yeah, just way to create that. But. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I mean, the man is coming off of like how many shows? So. Uh, <laughs> I do because guess what? Next Sunday, um, be he need to put out some ASAP. Like, yeah, you I know you have the material. You can. Yeah. I just find that's fucked up though, in a sense, you know, because you do this, you market yourself as this, you know, October's own type of shit, but you're not gonna give us nothing for the winner. Like, nothing I feel like Drake would October. definitely be able to conquer. But he gave you a side A. In the side B. Fuck that side <laughs> B. Like, I'm over it at this point. Let's Damn. move on to the next. Damn. Like, See, we so unappreciated. We are so... I mean, I only feel that type of way because I know you sitting on shit. Like, if like, you was a struggle artist or some shit like that, I'd leave you alone to create, goddamn. But, like, I want you to sitting on it. put all that energy into the show, sir. Because <laughs> um, that show that I'll be at on Sunday needs to be yeah, right and tight, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. But after that, then I will demand the music again. <laughs> you know, in December's show, I'm going to come back and be like, damn, Drake, I need that Drake music right, right. now. But for now, you know, I'm going to let it slide because you know, I'm gonna see what else he does on his off time <laughs> and when he's not making music. Right. So, um, so though. Yeah. Uh, I guess real quick, because do we have anything for entertainment? I just want to give a quick shout out to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade for their baby. Mm-hmm. That threw me off though when I saw it. That shit had like, me weak. I said, girl, if you don't get out that bed like you <laughs> deliver that baby, you did not do no work. Get out the bed. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But, yes. Yeah, so, shout Congrats. out to them. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I was just, I'm so happy for Black Love that's working. Yes. I mean, she's eight at, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why I always want to take this route, but I just want to say that she has eaten her ass. Eating ass to the top, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She she so is. Like, <laughs> I don't know oh why I gotta God. be shady, but it has to happen. It has to. It, it really just has to come out. I mean, but her ass eating list is at least better than Faith's. So. I mean, clear. Ooh, and I don't know. No they pretty kid. much. I mean, ooh, but be <laughs> saying they like, pretty much the same. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what else she's done. I just know that I guess everybody's selling this unconventional love. 
somebody was talking about the um the red table talk with Will Smith and uh, Jada. And they was like, well, that's not my relationship goals, you know. Like, I'm not going to be down for what they were speaking on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, and then Gabrielle and um and her talking about her unconventional ways. So, it's kind of like, what are we, what is love, like, forming and shaping into? Because it is a mess. Oh, it's definitely, it has no form. There's no rules. <laughs> yeah. There are no rules anymore to love. I think we're all, you know, people like me are just all breaking those, like, standards, old standards, all that stuff down. Like, mm-hmm. act accordingly in the relationship. Ain't nobody got no fucking rules. If it needs to be done, do it. If you know, you know that that person needs you at that per- that time, be there. Like, you know, just be there. Goddamn, be present. That's it. That's, that's it. pretty much all that's ever needed. So, <laughs> like, and respect me. Be that's time. it. Be present and respectful. And that's pretty much, I and feel, at my young age, the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. It's real. <laughs> that works in any time, any era, any generation. Right. Period. I feel like that's how it should go. Mm-hmm. You know, because how have the whole roles and rules been working for us? <laughs> when the most successful relationships are the ones that break the rules. All I'm saying. Clearly. Something ain't right. Yeah. Like, if everybody is loud, like, you know, maybe you should listen. <laughs> like, Fix. Can't hear it. Um, so, what? Should we go right into Um. Yeah, let me do a real quick. Well, just because of the votes. um, Oh my God, no. Yes, shout out. Yes, I want to definitely take a moment out to shout out the voting that took place. Uh, Clearly, people were doing what they needed to do. Shout out to the hundreds of women that have been, um, that have a chair or seat at the table. Oh, yes. Um, Shout out to the foreigners that have a seat at the table. I mean, they're, you know. Not completely. You're here. Yeah, but you're, you know, you got your status. Your status is citizen. <laughs> and your status is having a seat at the table. Congrats. Um, Congrats. Shout out to that. And also, you know, of course, where there's good, there is bad. Ugh. So, not even shout out, but we see you. We see you. <laughs> Over there in Georgia and in Florida, out here acting a plum. Now we coming for that ass. We got, we got opportunity now. Okay, we social media there. is we acting can talk. up. Okay. We pulled up to the table <laughs> and our presence is known in the house. We pulled like, up to check and see if they are good. Yes. Are y'all good over here? Y'all good? <laughs> everything fine? Did you need anything? Backup is here. Look. We I mean, it. pulled up with the receipts <laughs> is what happened. Like, the, um, the absentee vote that was mailed back. Did you see that? That was no. a fucking... Somebody mailed their shit in to be counted. Right. And it was returned to sender. <laughs> and I know you know what that means. Right. Some fuck shit was happening. And that's why we're getting all these recounts. And yes. that's why it was very important that you call in and let everybody know that you were turned away or that there was issues. That's why it is very important to vote. And that's what I was talking about with the fucking numbers. Mm-hmm. When you come out, whether you want to do it or fucking not, it's important. Yes. God damn it. God damn The it. numbers spoke. They rattled the shits. Um, the president was shook. Yeah. He was, uh, sh- move on. Shit, that shit has happened. It's already, t- you know, I really just read it for what it is because, you know, he's not really saying shit because he's not cursing. But what he's saying is, fuck y'all. The votes <laughs> are in. Move the fuck on. And my thing is, I definitely stand for that whole count every vote type of situation because you know black folk come late. So I feel like all the 
black votes was all at Did the you end. see Count everything. that Florida Miami Dade <laughs> County <laughs> was the reason why they hadn't completed the fucking count because uh, they were still waiting on that whole county's <laughs> votes. And yeah. you know they late. Exactly. So let's count every vote because yes. black people time is real. CPT time oh, is too real. for real. Too real. So all the votes is at the end. Count them up. Oh, shit. We did have to vote today. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> what, time, what time did they close? What time did they close? They close at 8. Right. 745. We oh, gotta go. Oh, God. Week. I'm talking about real sad. Real sad. But it happened. It, it happened. It Indeed. happens. It is what black people do, but black people showed up. It is clear in the numbers. All kinds of people, black people, white people, Hispanic people, everybody showed up. Everybody wanted to secure their little seats. Mm-hmm. But um, what happened was everybody showed out. Everybody's tired of the injust, injustice and fucking fuck shit <laughs> and all kinds of all mess that's been going on. It's too much mess. And the Native Americans, the, some, uh, the Muslims, the black women, like women especially, like it is, uh, it's 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 really good. I'm enjoying it. I love seeing all the change that needs to happen. Beach. Now we just need to make sure that these hoes is really about what they about and not about no fuck shit. Yeah, discovery. We got you in there, bitch. Okay. Help me. Yes. <laughs> big time. You better cause a big ass uproar in that damn. Help me. Yeah, and all them little uh whatever them things are when they see. I voted. Okay. And I tried to do my little research and stuff like that. So I got up out of there. I just need them to, to handle that shit. Right. And that business. In that order. Yep. But um Get it on the own. that was stay woke. Um I definitely I, I but still, okay. So basically still stay 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 very woke <laughs> because you need to make sure that they follow through oh, this and what is they where say. I definitely need to be open because yes we voted them in but now we got to see if we they're actually doing their job. Okay? And not just taking advantage don't of the stop fact. With the vote and check in. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't fuck you said you was going to do cuz I didn't get up out of my bed to vote for y'all asses to help get us back in order for y'all to not do shit. Because I will go back and vote for the last motherfucker that was <laughs> next okay. time. At least I know this evil. <laughs> I know. Like, like, let's get him back in there. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to do what you said. Mm. Shit. Do them right. Do what's right. Do what's right. <laughs> but, yeah. So, we are going to do our, lyrically speaking, a part dose. Yeah. Part two in this bitty. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like this is definitely one of those we're going to be probably going to be bringing back more so so i would like to see how many parts we'll have i don't know we got probably got to set like a certain amount of episodes we're gonna do it and then every yes or maybe when the spirit hits us we just love music yes (laughs) it speaks right it, it speaks. Definitely tell. It, it helps me figure out what the fuck I'm going through anyway. So I look for signs and music all the time, <laughs> all the time because it's so leading. If for somebody me. else is going through it, then usually, then it makes you feel less crazy, right? So yeah, it helps. It's like a therapy. It's therapeutic, for of real. course. Ooh, oh my god! So who should go first? So we want to do the one on one. We're gonna do one song each, and you know, have a discussion a little bit after that. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how how comfortable. Are you? I mean, you already have pulled up, child. You pulled up. Uh, <laughs> pulled up. I was trying to be different. I always go first. I mean, whatever. I mean, um, I got one we can right bust here. this thing open, but childish though. 
I mean, if you want. Okay, bust it, bust it wide. Um, yeah. So hold on, where's the pocket? My pocket. There it goes. Okay, so basically, I start. I'm gonna start off with um, childish or whatever. It's a song called Break. It's a um, all of the lights remix, you know, from Kanye or whatever. So. Um, I like the lyrics because this is definitely one of his more um, lyrical songs where he's there's metaphors, similes, there's hidden messages, double meanings. Perfection. That whole song is something that you have to think about. Like, there's so many things, even to this day, in that song that I'm still catching. Be like, oh my God, that's what he meant by saying that? Or whatever. So, it's a basically, so it starts off with... Hollering at this Japanese girl, Asian mommy. But is it too soon for Japanese girls to tsunami? Is it racist if I say she tastes like edamame? Was I supposed to stay uncool? Please remind me. What the fuck is up? Yeah, it's cheesy, ho. I'm so cheesy, ho. My swag got high cholesterol. I know y'all girls. I met them all. You're her ex-man like cannonball. Let me see. I want some more. I want to throw some more out here. Yes. No, this is one of my favorite lines, and it is not no metaphor or nothing, but he, it's just savage. Like, he was like, I'm sorry that I fucked her, but now you know that she's not the one. Damn. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's real. So, that's like, real. That's a w- weird way to think about it, but, like, in a sense, it's like. I know. mean, if niggas was real about right. what they do. They also help. said that this was something he was kind of like going um, at Drake or whatever when he was like, You can't go ham, you a Jewish nigga. really so but yeah I definitely fuck fuck with the song more so it's not like a deep level or anything but it's just playful and you know I don't know if you've ever heard the song so it's probably not gonna be much Mm -hmm. conversation on this but yes I just wanted to let everybody know that Donald is king and nobody's fucking with him lyrically that's how you pull up and (laughs) like so it's, it's amazing so um I want to start with the, the, you know, I didn't really have too much time to sit with this, but I do want to start with um, Hasta Louis La Vista by Wayne. It did come out this weekend, but it really had me, it had me weak, child, weak, weak, weak. <laughs> but um, this is just in the chorus, really. I'ma find me a vegan, baby, cause I'm tired of this beefing, baby. I tell you I love you, baby. I tell you I need you, baby. I say I won't leave you, baby. I like when I'm fitted down. But what he said earlier in that is, um, I tell you I need it, then um, I catch amnesia. I'm gone. Like, that is so fucked up on so many levels. So he says, so out of here. Keep that shit over there. Where do we go from here? Come to the end of the road. Can't get the road repaired. The road is closed. What uh, What did Nene say on the uh, with Portia? The door is closed. <laughs> the door, the is, door closed. is closed. Honey, that's what I read when I read this. <laughs> Asa La Vista, baby. He said he is gone. He is not coming back. Sometimes you got to be that abrupt with the cutoff. Like, you just have to cut it off, okay? Okay? Like, sometimes, you know, nah, but for real, though. Like, when you are having a moment with somebody and you are just in a good place and it's so beautiful, the honeymoon season, and then, like, shit just gets a really crazy and it just is no is no coming back from it, you really right. just have to sometimes be gone. So that love you sometimes just changed to, oh, hell no, I got to dip. So, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's necessary. Um, but that was my Wayne. That's one of the three new songs. Of course, I could have done any other Wayne, but 
Just for fun purposes. It's enjoyable. Right. Yeah. Uh, my next song is about Floetry. Mm. Called Fantasize. Okay, so I know you used to watch the um, Death Poetry Jam. Yes. Or whatever. So this is one of the songs that's not on any of their albums or whatever. They really only perform oh. this song live. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so dope or whatever. It's definitely poetic. You got Marsha just singing, you know, the chorus, you know, over, you know, Natalie just talking through the whole thing. And Kill like it. one of my favorite um, verses from it, basically, because it's like nothing, no line that triggers or anything. It's legit everything she's saying. But it's like, she says, you see, baby, I'm not worried about your future because after tonight, I plan on being in your history forever. Because mm. you know what? We're going to rename stars. We're going to rename colors. Rename animals. You know why? Because this planet is ours. Yes. And it's just like, it's so beautiful because it's like, it's, it's explaining love in a completely different way. Like, we're not talking about relationship issues. We're not talking about you know exactly explicitly what I want to do with you but it's definitely more sugar coated it's prettier it's visual mm-hmm. and cause basically the whole thing is it's her just it sounds like just going through like a day that would be like an amazing day yes. with a partner like just watching the stars and watching the sunset and just you know I think she says something about running through pastures and shit Ooh. black people don't even do cute shit like this like, you see this in, like, yes. the white movies yes, and stuff. So, it's real. like, this song could definitely put you in a vibe to where it's, like, you know, it's real cute. It's it's love. That's love. Like, right. it really just sounds um, like the fairy tale kind of love with the um, with the narration <laughs> of the visuals. The visuals is everything. Right. That's what we need. But, um... And Marsha's voice on here. Yeah, she definitely wrote amazing. the hell out of that spoken word. Like, it was such a perfect bounce off with each other. <laughs> And I was thinking we could sit baby. And if you wouldn't mind a little. Oh, yeah. And if you're ready, we can always. Oh, baby. See. I'm going to be on the phone with you for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I'm no longer scared of your future, baby, because after tonight, I'm going to be in your history forever. Um, what was I, what was my take on it? What was I going to say? It was, um, so creating the world, the planet together is like really, it really, uh, supersedes our ideas of love because we think of love in like a storybook fictional as, you know, like you go from this place, you're in this place, you're married, you're happy, then, then that's it. But, like, when you create a world together, that sounds like some real deep, intricate type stuff. Because it's like, you're not just, like, they're saying, let's name stars. Like, let's go on this journey together. Like, let's go through this world together. And, like, it's nothing better than, the world is fucked up on a daily. But if you have somebody that you love and you can share that with and y'all create your own world. And you just stop thinking about the other BS. Because that shit's going to go on forever, regardless. Like, life is going to go on. But if you have somebody that you can have that moment and then when you're with them, it feels like it's just y'all two and this is y'all. Y'all can do anything. Y'all are yes. unstoppable. That is true definition of love. And that's 
spoke, honey. That's <laughs> yeah, like I, I like that. all the music. I think that I put on this one is songs that I wish I wrote, or mm. like songs that I kind of want to learn to be able to write because, like, the imagery on here is like, how do you even think of stuff like this? Like mm-hmm. in a field, like hold on. So I know okay. In a field of purple grass sprayed with green and white tulips under a sky washed orange by an everlasting sunset. Mm. We can sell a boat made of water straight into the horizon. We can catch a lift of a cloud, a silver lining's really platinum. Like, how do you come up with stuff like this? That is... How are you that beautiful inside where things like that just come to your mind? That's like seeing, that's like seeing aura. Right. It's not even like the physical, that, ew, that goes perfectly with your tweet. Like it's way past the physical. That's like seeing somebody's inside. Right. That's like your soul. How do you be that vulnerable? Ooh, that's, like, that's like a deep ass level of exactly. love, dude. Like if you can see somebody's soul. And do we even have that in 2018 going into 2019? Did we like, ever even have that? That I had to be a magical, special someone love. me like that? Mm-mm. To be that vulnerable and That's just, wide open. That's really buzzing and wide open. <laughs> when you are wide the fuck, like you are all the we, you are on the table. Right. You are on the table. <laughs> you have laid it all out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's too much. Yes. But, but I like that. Yeah. That's good. I might, I'm definitely going to have to watch it tonight. It gives me. I've really been trying to watch Love Jones for a minute anyway, so. Right. So you should just, that's like a good night. Like, yes. Love Jones, and then you can probably follow it up with like that Death Poetry Jam Ooh, stuff again. Like, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that, I mean, somebody would blow me away if they would take me <laughs> to a motherfucking, like, a little date like that, right. little spoken word, a nice little reggae night. Ooh. Look, but a little you. bike ride after that, <laughs> child. I would have been over there like Nina. <laughs> I'd have been doing that same shit Can now. We talk about like marriage in the first night. I mean, seriously, like, you have broken me down. This has to be it. Like, that's it. Don't look no further. Mm, it's life. Speaking of orbits and the sun and the, and the all that. Yeah, we gonna go to Ooh. orbit. Ooh. Yes, yes. So nail. Since we have been fucking her name up for a yes. minute. I always I'm so sorry. teeter with that because I don't know really. Right. But, you know, I said it right. <laughs> um, I said so, Orbit is my... Sh- I mean, like, the way this girl's voice moves right. on this song. Right. It's everything. So, I just live for it from that. But then on top of that, the lyrics are lit as hell. So, it's like everything you need. Everything you need. You remind me of a love that I once knew Kinda sad but you remind me You remind me of a love who I grew me to He released me to orbit Still I found a way to gravitate to you He released me into orbit Oh my god that is, uh, that's like, we, it's like a, we, <laughs> we are too shallow to read into <laughs> what that really means, right. but it's, we have been hurt so much by so many people that we tend to attract the same kind of person all, all the time. Like, regardless of what we say or what we do, we still end up with the same 
type of mother but this is where she says that a nigga like you is what I took from this right. a nigga like you took um like just took me for granted threw me out there to the world left me out to be anybody's um but through all of that bullshit I still find my way to you even though you look like my past you are giving me something so different and I am gravitating to you despite all the signs and all the warnings and all the things that I know about a nigga like you, I still am coming and I'm, you know, gravitating to you. And that shit is, mm. you know, I mean, that's true. It's true. <laughs> because things like that happen all the time. Like, you end up being with somebody and you're like, nah, I can't never be with no light-skinned nigga again. Or I can't <laughs> never be with nobody that works like this. Or these right. kind of, you know, like certain standards that you just feel like will never be what you want ever again. But... Then you end up with it, and then it's like, what? This is so different. Like, I'm so glad I didn't rule this out. Sometimes it works like that. Sometimes it don't. <laughs> but uh, that's what I got from that. And um, she's awesome, and I'm going to shut her out until I can. Right. <laughs> Look, okay, so can I piggyback off with my own lyrics that I like from that? Piggyback. It's like, okay, so it's like right after that breakdown that we both like mm-hmm. on that song where she was like, you know, oh no, please don't say you're deserting. Mm-hmm. Don't leave me revolving. Mm-hmm. I'm nearly dissolving. Please don't lie like the last time. Left me barely holding on. Won't do this again because I'll spin into infinite moons. Yes. And it's like, once again, we go back to that vulnerability because it's kind of like, I can't even imagine me telling somebody something like, don't hurt me like because it's going to destroy me. Yes. Basically. yes. And it's like, even saying that, talking about me saying that to somebody makes me feel like nervous. Yes. Because it's like, I don't <laughs> I think. I took a moment there. Right. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. even imagining myself saying that to somebody, and that's a certain type of mentality because it's kind of like, you don't want to give somebody that type of power. But I do know mentally that at some point, to make a situation like that work, you would have to. Yes. And that's extremely scary. Yes. <laughs> That's the that's the scariest part of love. Like all the the makeups, the breakups, and uncertainty of getting back. All that does have nothing on giving yourself your complete self to somebody right. else and having them have you basically in the palm of their hand and having to figure out if they want to close the fist, open the fist, kiss the <laughs> fist, whatever they want to do because it's like you're their possession now, almost in a sense. Right. But um. Yes, that song is lit on every level. <laughs> I didn't want to give them that deep. Right. Because I just don't want it to be lost in translation because how I hear it versus how you it can be heard on the show is two different things. But right. that shit, if y'all listen to it, you're going to know immediately. Like, if you know music, you know that for everybody, it touches different. It mm-hmm. touches them different. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain places that or certain situations that you're in to where it just resonates with you that much more. Mm -hmm. Like, even when it's a certain song, you might like a certain part of the song right now because of what you're going through, but then there's another part of the song that you'll resonate with later, and then that part would be like, I really fuck with this. Yep. Like, but it's still the same song. Overall, I know the song is hit. (laughs) Right. And in the same vein, I'm gonna go with my next song with Nao Mm -hmm. called In the Morning. Mm. And that song is basically about you know, um, you falling out of love with somebody, but you don't know how to tell them. Mm. And then 
all y'all have is that physicality, which goes back to the tweet from yeah. earlier and the next song I'll be doing after <laughs> that. So it all kind of like correlates. Cool I like what I did there. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so ba- the part that I like is, you know, um, the lyric, God damn it, I'm not prepared. What? <laughs> but, um, what was the lyrics? Because it was basically like, So it's like, that's more so pronouncing like the physicality of it. And this is where we are. Cause that verse is at the end, like, no, it's a bridge. That's at the end mm-hmm. of the song. So that's basically after she went through the whole, cause in the beginning, I like the um, verse where she's like, he can't bear to leave me in the morning. I'm too blind to see him in the morning. Buried all my feelings I'm withholding. It's not fair to let him fall. I tried to leave him signs. Give him warnings. Are they hard to recognize? Because you're still falling away because I can't tell I don't love him anymore. Mm. So it's like one of them situations where you just got to go through it. And I guess Mm. she's just trying to figure it out. How to be like, you know what? It's pretty much over. Like (laughs) Women have such a hard time letting it go. Or just having to find the words to say it's over. Because I don't know if it's a fear that um, we're going to miss out on something. Mm. Or we're going to leave before it's time. Or some shit like that. But it's always so hard to leave. A lot of women, I guess. And I don't know if this is like more so for like older women. Or people around my age or whatever. But I hear it more so if I put too much time in. Mm Mm-hmm. Than to let somebody else come and, you know, get what I've basically been teaching. But I really feel like if you looked at it at a bigger, in a bigger way, you're leaving because what you thought you were teaching is not working. Right. So it's like if y'all were working, then you wouldn't be leaving. Right. So that, I think that more adds to the factor of it's not you or them. It's just not y'all together that's true and it's not always gonna work and i think that's really a hard thing to deal with knowing that you like this person and that person likes you and y'all just but y'all just cannot get it together so but you have to really deal with the fact that at the end of the day it has to, it, you gotta separate yeah it's exactly. not gonna work so follow the signs <laughs> follow the signs so this is legit like what you be thinking like with these songs and i want to know like because i know they have their own like reasoning and stuff but like the stuff that we're going through and like what we're put help like using it for is it like the same thing that they're using it right. for are they like these people completely off with their thinking like I don't know. I'd be really wanting to know. I mean, it's always good to have, like, that's why the unplugs and unplug shows and stuff right. like that, they're so good because we always want to, I mean, like, I need a behind the scenes. Right. I love when somebody can break down the song so it can I be love those. the best, like, not no just Joe Budden or whoever's deep dive. I want right. the artists themselves to tell me what you were going through. And what made you write the song and all that. Like, we don't even have that anymore. Mm-mm. And that would be so dope. It's like, I see some on, like, Spotify or whatever to where... Yeah, or the genius like, little backgrounds. It. Yeah, like, they'll have a person, like, the her artist go track through.
for track. Mm-hmm. I love track for track. Yes. Like, yep. just break it all down. Tell me what it is. You know, let me know. So I'll be like, oh, okay. So it hits me like that too. Or it gives me the um, interest of seeing like, okay, that's how you took it. But this is how I took it. And that's yes. crazy. How we both got different things out of, you know, what we you need made. like a creative channel. I'll be lit right. because like to just hear like even spoken word or anything else like yeah. you just would love to hear the breakdown of how they got this I, for real though they knew that that if you said that like that it will move everybody and, and touch everybody like mm-hmm. that that's what I need I need a creatives <laughs> you know meet up right but that shit was lit um my next song is Brent Fayaz trust um so this is he, he starts off just coming at your throat <laughs> so he said so much i want to talk about but i ain't got no one to talk to um i'm always trying to work it out but somehow it always falls through and i know that i get rough but i just want to feel love sometimes either you dr- um either you're down or you ain't either you riding or you can't real shit that is i mean i mean you know what sometimes this is really 2018 ish because we are we are tired of getting played. We're tired of <laughs> being played with. <laughs> so he says that um, I know that I get rough, but I still want to feel love. This is for all the aggressive motherfuckers out there because you know y'all don't know how to love correctly. Y'all are rough around the edges. I'm talking to me as well. <laughs> but you know, all, all a nigga really needs is uh-huh. some love. I mean, really, really though, really though. I mean, just help me be smooth a little bit. You know, smooth around the edges. We don't need to be rough all the time. A little love will fix that. Um, but then he says the chorus is um ah uh, let's what he say he say I love you I want to trust you but but I really I gotta read it I gotta read mm-hmm. that one over but that little verse was lit that's why I had to read that verse but I do also want to mention the chorus is well <laughs> mm. I gotta listen to it again now because that song is not coming to mind. Trying to I remember her with it. He says he told me I could trust you. Don't lie, cause I could really use you, and that is necessary because you know sometimes it goes back to the vulnerability and all of that um, from earlier. You don't want to um, give somebody's. You don't want to give somebody the opportunity to have your honesty and misuse it. Or mistreat it and misplace it and give it to everybody. Like your trust is so vulnerable. That's a big that's the biggest part of your whole entity. Like right. you as a being, whatever your secrets are, whatever your truth is, you don't want that to be spread um to everybody. You don't right. want I mean clearly if you wanted that you would be advertising it and selling it out. That's basically selling yourself out or giving yourself to somebody and they sell you out. Right. So what you don't need is that. And that trust, it was like, what he said is just like, I, I can really use somebody that I can fully trust. Right. And I don't need you to lie to me right now. Can I trust you or not? And that's real. That's real. <sighs> I definitely, I fuck with that. And now I definitely want to hear that song again. Because <laughs> it's like, with everything that you just said, that's legit why I don't tell nobody nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of fucks with a lot of relationships or whatever these days because I don't share but it's legit because when I used to it would either be thrown back in my face Mm -hmm. they would leave Mm. 
or it's like I never you felt like you cared. Walked away enough. with me because if I bared myself to you, yeah, and you just leave, and it always happened like around that time. Like it just seemed like when I started like opening up more, it just seemed like we just didn't work after. So it's like now I don't really say anything, or like before I even try to say anything, I'll ask, "Do you even care to hear?" So mm-hmm. which is like. In a sense, it, it it it's helpful or whatever because you no. know that it's, <laughs> it's like toxic. yeah, but it's like and it got both ways, and that's what I'm saying. Like in a sense, it's like okay, it feels e- good better mm-hmm. when a person tells you yeah, like I am listening, yeah. I do care. Yeah, so you know you can tell me, but then it kind of does sting a little when a person be like, well, no. <laughs> I mean, somebody saying that, I mean, yeah, honesty is great, but right. damn. <laughs> I mean, and I ask. So it's like, yeah. at that point, I can't get mad or feel some type of way like when you tell me, that no. That is vulnerable. Right. Because you're asking, like, do you even care to hear what I'm saying? Like, and if somebody's open enough to be like, nah, I really don't. Yeah, like, like that don't happen damn. often. Like, thank God I really <laughs> haven't had to, like, deal, deal I with mean, I that I would just leave and you would never hear from me again. Yeah, and that's normally what I would do. <laughs> yeah. And that type of sense. So I guess it's not me all the way being like, you know, if you don't, you know, care, then, you know, cool. But you can't tell somebody that you don't care what they're saying and think that at some point I'm going to give you the next opportunity to be like, well, do you care now? Like, right. So, I don't know. It works. Yes. So, definitely, yeah, I'm glad that it got you open to listen to it again. <laughs> I just want to feel love sometimes. You ain't the bomb and you can't feel shit. You told me I could trust you. Don't lie. I ain't running cake on you. Is it my go? Mm-hmm. Okay, so next song correlates kind of, like I said, with the nail song in the morning. The song is by Emily Sande. It's called Easier in Bed. Okay. And <laughs> I played this for Edna last night or uh, whatever. But I really like the lyrical, you know, this is more so like the Gambino song mm-hmm. where it was more lyrical or uh, whatever to where I like the analogy or metaphor whatever Mm -hmm. it's called in the beginning when she's like i'm feeling like a hole in your head like the last thing in the world that you need yes so it's like who the fuck wants a hole (laughs) so it's like to feel that way (laughs) how did you come out with that right and that's legit how she started the song and i think that's the part that got my attention because i was like that shit is creative as hell It's easier in bed. At nighttime, we pretend it's easier in bed. Damn. Or whatever. So, and so it's basically like the nail song, and it's kind of we're at the end of this situation. The only thing we have left is what we do in the dark, and we're not even looking at each other. Exactly. Then. So it's like we just here what, for physical, right? So at what point do we just both face facts and be like, "This is done." Separate. <laughs> So, what we got to do. Yes. <laughs> so, I should play that song in the background. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Emily Sande is, because she was on my last Lyrically Speaking. Yes. One of my 
favorite writers. Like, I just don't know how she do it. Like, ever since I found out about her, it's like, I don't think she's ever put out a song, whether it was a collab or anything, that I did not like. Whether it was because of the musicality production or if I just liked it because of what she was saying. Like, I don't I think she's one of them artists that where whatever she puts out, even if it's bad, I'm going to find what's good in it. Right. Like, because she's just that good mm. to me. Like, <laughs> yes, you. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've been pushing for, um, like, um, whoever I've been pushing for. What's his name? Jordan Lucas. You've been right. pushing for Emily. So, right. We've been pushing. We've been pushing. <laughs> and they both have, like, their, you know, big they're, moments they're or whatever. They're known, but yeah. it's like. Well, I don't know. Emily Sade is pretty, like, big. She's known. So, it's no, like, no. you know, I want her to be more so, but, you know, I'm not going to be. Beggars can't be choosers, right? She's doing well, though. And she's I'm looking for a new project. Okay. So, she got a song with Davies that's lit. What? Or whatever. That shit was lit. That was, like, a story, you know. I think he was, like, course, in jail. Oh, he does. Exactly. So, it's like, it was, like, like, a letter form type of situation. Should okay, Davies. And of course, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my next song is Russ. This is my plug moment. Oh. But not really because Russ has been doing his damn right. thing. Okay, he uh, sold the Sable Center out the other day, and everybody's like, how does he do this? How does he do Nobody this? Nobody knows, but he's amazing. I mean, he is undercover lit, but he's. He's really not, because this song right here is old as hell, because I want to just show how dope he is, and it's really not about too much. He's right. just so relatable that it's always lit. Like, um, when that first song, everybody falling in love, losing control, losing right. control, control, that's not that deep of a song, but it's so relatable, and it's so catchy. It's like, so sinful That's what it beautiful. is. Yeah. Like... And that's all he does. That's what he does. And He's, girls love that shit. Yep. And, and he, it was a man singing for them. There we, and this is what this is. <laughs> so the title of this song is Ain't Nobody Taking My Baby. So he starts off. This is the first literally words of the song. This is how it goes. I, I don't care about an argument. I'll still be here tomorrow for you. I got the room up in the city. We can pay, finish the bottle. I pull you up, we'll work on us Cause ain't nobody taking my baby I wanna be clear, I'm staying right here Cause ain't nobody taking my baby Basically, no man <laughs> Let me start off like this Lots of men are not gonna do this with you They're not gonna be patient with you when you wanna argue They're not gonna be patient with you when you wanna nag and cry and all of that he says, I don't care about this argument like we having right now because I'm still going to be here in the morning. Like, <laughs> tomorrow and all of that, I'm still going to be here. So, whatever we going through at this current moment means nothing. Like, tomorrow we're going to pick up. We're going to do the stuff that we like to do. We're going to have fun. We're going to go. We're going to be straight. Like, he's saying, I want to make it clear. I want to make it known. I'm staying right here. <laughs> it's just dope because... We don't, a lot of, we, the, we're so, this, nobody has that fight in this them. generation is so jacked up. Like, right. nobody's willing to put themselves in the line of fire. Like, you don't want to sit there and have to deal with it. Like, bro, I'm gone. Like, it's easier to take breaks. It's easier to walk away. It's like, oh, bro, I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay in there no yeah. more. I just had to leave. Like, no, no, it's not right for y'all to be going to sleep mad. It's not right for you to be 
upset, you know, for days and, and months and weeks and, and whatever. Like, it's not right. Oh, yeah, no. It's not right. So you just need to go ahead and face, like, if you're really going to be with somebody and this is a person that you say you love, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have to say that no matter what, it don't matter to me what's going on. cheating on you. Yeah. Like I'm talking about the like pure that. love. I ain't yeah, talking like, about that bullshit shit. miscommunications <laughs> yes. and, you know, maybe you feel like somebody's not making more time. Like, there's things that you don't work on. Yes. You know. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I know for a fact that it's too easy. And it's the easiest. And it's sometimes, the it seems like the best solution out of all the solutions right. to just walk away and leave the situation. But, you know, the best thing is to make an effort to not leave it at a stale place. You want to keep it in a good spot if you're going to be in a relationship. <laughs> so, Russ is definitely, you know, I mean, he has songs like that. Wifey is another song. It's a newer song that he has that's, you know, speaking in the same kind of direction. And then he has stuff like Journey where he's just lyrical, metaphorical, lit. And right. it's so much that Russ gives me, like, like um, I said, I think we said on here, or you said on here, that he's like the modern Drake, or yeah, you like, know, he's like that person. Was it Drake that I compared it? I don't know, but whoever that puts out that massive amount of music, Wayne or something, yeah, yeah, I think it was Wayne, mm-hmm. and like because they had like the amount of music that they put out, yes, and consistently. Yes. And that it still has some type of message or content to it. It doesn't seem like he got it you know, down. they're running out yeah. of things to talk about. Especially as much that he puts out. Like, Russ don't put out, like, EPs with, like, four or five songs. No. Like, His album was, what, like, 12, 13, 14 songs? Like, it's so many songs. And he does one every year. He hasn't missed the beat, y'all. And right. then he and keeps on dropping singles. Yeah. The year. And he's on tour, Drake. Ah. <laughs> so, um, the and man. You got time to be out here. You know what? That, uh, I ain't even going to shave my. To fight motherfuckers. I want to show y'all how unbiased I am with Drake and stuff because I want to just shout out to the real. The real of the situation right. is that Russ creates all. <laughs> all of his music <laughs> like he does every part yeah, of his music so it's when he's on time. tour yeah when he's on tour he can do that he can be like fuck sleep real quick i'm about to make a song um like you know they have a couple of days between tours of course he's gonna do that that's what he wants to do you know and drake on the other hand he got to do too much it's a production for him <laughs> and um I appreciate that. I appreciate Russ, and I'm not gonna sleep on it. And let it, let it be known that it's never been slept on. As much as that, I don't talk about Russ or Russ is not a constant conversation. And right. I do stand for Drake on the on the page, and I love Drake in in every day. Okay, mm-hmm. but um, Russ is on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you like this: if nobody else knows, clearly the fans know. Because if he's selling out Staples and doing Sunday. all of that, clearly somebody knows. They really be hating on that man for working. I mean, they was hating on Meek. They said Meek is soft now. Like, Meek is so soft now. I heard a nigga saying this the other day to me. Meek is soft for fucking with Russ. What? How? 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 Meek is about his money. He is smarter. Meek is seeing what is inevitable that this man is going to be high. If if you're going to hop on his dick in 2020... What's the difference between hopping on his dick in 2018? And his collabs really be fired. Like, Russ ain't coming like no bitch on no shit. Like, and then Rick Ross work with him? Y'all still out here so, working with Jeremiah and shit like that? Like, why the fuck is knowing he Knowing that he's day? trash. Like, what the fuck? All I know is, Russ is hot. 
I said it on the show. I've been. I'm going to continue to say it on the show. I'm going to continue rocking with him. Ain't nobody going to take that away from me. And I can't wait till he blow up because he is going to blow. I mean, he's already blown Lit. the fuck up. I don't the think man is on get, the fourth. The list. only thing that could make it bigger for him is if he probably gets the mainstream like love and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because as much as he's working and how big his platform is, he's still low key. Very low. Like he's selling out shows, but you don't see him in the blogs. You don't really see Shade Room ain't never. Right. Like, you don't... He's not, like, your, your fave. Like, I don't he's think not he's marketable, everywhere. maybe. Or he but, doesn't care to be marketable. Right. Because he doesn't care for that. Like, what, his music speaks for like, itself. For he's itself. under the radar, mm-hmm. is what I mean. Like... How is he able to move all of this and nobody is seeing him? Like, he's like the best drug dealer ever. For real. <laughs> and it's like he has the receipts. Like the people are there. Like This is so not about like, our challenge. Move, okay. right? <laughs> how do you have all these people coming in like the masses and you're still Singing not on top of the game? every word. I'm not seeing Russ at no like award shows. Or and he like didn't that. need a Drake feature. Didn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he's, he's doing it. He started passing a lot of motherfuckers to him to be on the Forbes <laughs> list. And all that money is coming to him. Crazy. Yes, because he does everything. That's crazy. That's lit. All of that money is going to him. And you hear it. Like, he has SoundCloud albums from day one where you hear him talking about, you know, his vision of what he knew that he was going to do, what he knew what he's going to get. And here he is, years later, he said that he was going to be consistent and he was going to keep putting stuff out. And here he is taking over. And I was like, this is A1 because we don't see this. We don't right. see this at all. Like, we never see a person that is not social media famous in, that's famous in real life. We right. don't, like, not, especially that it's our age, like 20-something. Right. And making music. The good music. Good music at that. And it's our genre. It's our shit. And we are not accepting it, and he's still doing it. Look. Like, let it be known, social media don't mean shit. Stand for it us. don't mean shit. It don't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything. Social media can be can be outdone, right? Because if you're consistent enough and you believe in your craft, it can. Happen. Because for whatever reason, it's popping on social media to even hate him. So the fact that it seems like everybody hates him hate for campaign. what reason? Yes, and he's still out here doing numbers and better than the motherfuckers you listen to. Wanted him to die doing, over Matt. Like, now. like who does that? Why? Like, what has Russ done? He's so jacked up. Because he, he's, does he, he doesn't... even talk? Like, to where you could. The times hate... that he does speak, people hate what he says because he says he's a, he's anti drugs. He's anti, you know, selling your music as if it's your own. He's anti a lot of things right. that a lot of our faves do. So he he's like the guy that is a square but makes right. dope ass music. And I think that's the thing that probably because I mean legit. It's happening for him. Like, all of what he's doing is what he did. And it's like, no cosign, no, you know, somebody putting him on. Why are you mad at his journey? Why are you mad at his story? Because he did that. So, if there's anybody who can actually speak like that, it could be him. Big balls walking through the building. Like, (laughs) Like, please step out of the way. (laughs) You have to acknowledge and respect it. Give him respect. And Meek said that. And everybody wants to say he's soft for that. But try him. Try him in. Like, if you think Meek is soft, try him. Y'all, See we, how soft he is. Y'all are the soft ones because y'all want to <laughs> give the man his props for right. doing what y'all can't. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so go ahead. Did you have one more? My last. A last one. Last song is legit. If I wrote a song, 
It will be there. That would be that one. Like, it goes into the category of one of my favorite songs. Mm. Written, performed, all of that. Like, yes. it's up in there with, like, the likes of Jesse J. Like, Jesse J. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, and I definitely fuck with this song even more because I n- definitely know the meaning behind it. Like, like reading the lyrics and stuff on Genius or whatever, he legit like answered everything like on the way down. Perfect. So like, basically, okay. So the song, well, first of all, the artist is Xavier Omar, mm. and the song is called Afraid. Mm-hmm. And um, I found him basically from um, Insecure. Um, when, cause he did the song called Easy with a girl named Anna Wise, I believe, off of the beat. I talked about this song before, off of the beat that Daniel made on Insecure or whatever. So then I was getting into his music and stuff, and Afraid popped out and it showed out. And, um, so basically it's about us, um, it's about holding back love out of fear from someone who deserves it. Or whatever. So, um, I'm listening to the song, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's this, the second verse is, uh, it just hit me. But it's a part in that second verse. But I'm going to actually, you know, say the whole thing. Because um, first, y'all just got to hear it. Because the way he just rides that beat. That's like, what I know. He, like, was saying all of this. But it's real shit. Say, I still say I'm fine. But I leave my brain on a think no more. Can't defeat my shame. Don't wanna play no more. I can't defeat this game. But that phone still rings. Can't delete your name. Cause you give to me everything I pray for. Every single day for. Listen to me honestly. Listen to me honestly. You don't have to wait for me to feel. <laughs> Damn. And then it goes into the chorus of really, I'm afraid of loving you. And then. That it just goes hard. I mean, you said that he sounds like he's gone through so many thoughts. Yeah, like you're selling yourself, then you want to tell, like you're telling, you're you're painting so many bad pictures, so many good pictures of love, and that's what's causing this fear. And I honestly get fuck with this song on so many levels because lyrically, it's legit what a man really does think about. Like mm. when you're in a man's like, hey, it's like legit. I want to love you, but. Either we're having the thoughts of I'm not done doing everything that I'm doing. Two, I don't want you to like try to play me out. Right. Three, what my friends gonna think because for whatever reason niggas really love to consider their friends and their relationships as much as they try to play women for talking to their friends about their business. But like, you know, it's legit the man's mind, like all over the place, trying to think of everything at once and then we just go dumb. it's like we have that overload but it's it's so great to hear this from a man's perspective because as women we already know that we have that roller coaster of you know vulnerability and then we have the player factor and then we have like future just you know what kind of future and what kind of like if you if you gotta worry about your niggas or your friends you gotta worry about the type of like you know you gotta impress them you gotta impress them like it's women have a lot to deal with when we start thinking about falling in love but for the man to be like 
I gotta consider my niggas and I gotta see if you're gonna play me and I really ain't really done with messing with you know with my old stuff exactly. and I'm not really quite ready to commit like I thought but you make you pull that out of me so that fe- that causes fear too because when you're like you just don't give a hell don't give a hell don't give a hell <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm trying not to curse and it's, it's still gonna come out but whenever you're in that state of not giving a fuck and then you meet somebody that makes you give a fuck that's a scary situation because you're like I didn't sign up to change. I didn't really want to. And now you're pulling that out of me. And we spoke about this earlier, like about somebody speaking. I mean, just pulling change out of you because sometimes you don't want to. I mean, we don't change, you know, willingly. Anyways, it's just somebody that makes you feel like, damn, I should be a better person for them. <laughs> I definitely feel that. Yes, I'm about to start screaming. I need reparations for the pain out here, like because this song was so lit. Like I've been so excited to even do the show just to talk about this song. Yes, because I want to put y'all on. Like, Check it out. It's, it's on like, a point black playlist, right? <laughs> it's like you know, I want. It's like one of those situations where you kind of get a little frustrated because I want you to feel the song the way I feel the song. Like mm-hmm. you can hear the song and you know it's good or whatever, but. It's one of them songs that I really want people to feel. Now, what was your take on it? It's legit what it was. Like, I didn't (laughs) even have to really create my own thing because lyrically he said everything. Mm -hmm. Like, he legit put everything in perspective. It's like everything that you think about. It's legit. I know you're the right person. I know you don't deserve what I'm doing to you Mm. or whatever, but... You know, mm. I'm scared. Like, yeah. I'm acting this type of way because care. I've been in this situation before. And it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Mm. I don't want to lose you, but I'm also not really there yet to really give you what you deserve or whatever. And it's like... Thank you for that honesty. Right? <laughs> Can we get some more of that? So it's like selfish in a way, but then when you listen to the song, it doesn't feel selfish. But then when you think about it, it kind of is, but at least... He's explaining it to you to where you yes. can now make that judgment on if that's what you want to go for. That's all we look for. Lay it on the table so I can make my decision if I want to pick you up right. or leave you on the table. Which in that type of situation when you have somebody speaking to you like that, it's kind of like, I feel like if somebody came to me like that, I would do it. And yes. then it would suck because they did say that they were ready. I mean, they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. But like how the, you can't get this type of honesty. No. On a regular. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like one of them situations where I feel like I would put in that time. Because I want to see where this can go. this goes back to, are you, do you just have trust issues or do you have manipulative issues? Because, you know, something like that, you're laying it out and then you know somebody that's a sucker for trust, which right. is all, you know, me and you. <laughs> we want, you know, somebody comes out with that kind of honesty, you're all, in, you know, instantly intrigued yeah. by like who they are and what they're about because damn, you just, you just laid it all out. But, you know, that's when you can manipulate the situation however you want to because you see that you already got them by having certain attributes. Right. And then it starts being tricky because you have to start questioning that again. Like, are they being for real or do they just like seeing me like this because of their honesty? Right. It's so many damn. Like, I think in that type of situation, I definitely get that. Um, the whole manipulative type of situation because I think I don't think you start off like that mm-hmm. or you know I really think because I can see that in certain stuff that I do or whatever and I'll be honest with saying that like yes 
but it didn't it's not coming from that's just what it is like the i feel like i think that's just a way to work around the trust issues mm-hmm. in a sense to kind of make it to where you can play it yes to where it works for trust you me. or you know i think i say this in a sense to where now that you said that i can see it as that's what i was doing mm. or whatever so right now, <laughs> so right now i Don't see that i'm just trying to place moment. you in that you know hole because it's like you know when you try to fit the square into the circle mm. and it's like it's not gonna fit he, he but knows when you put work. it like that it's kind of like okay i can see that i was trying to place that there to guard myself yes and 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 i you're not alone in that right. i do that you know a lot of people that have this Control, first of all, if you like to be in control, if you're not in control of other things in life and you want to take control, of course, in a relationship, you want to be in control of some things because your heart is involved. Right. So you don't want to be just out here just blank and just following somebody else. You want to have some kind of control. So control makes that happen. And also the fact that you also have trust issues and to add on to that, like both of those things play a big factor in how you move, period. So whatever you do is going to always be in the best interest of you and it could be labeled as manipulative but the fact is it's you just have to move that way in order to protect yourself right and hey, that's not to it say makes that you deserve up. that yeah, <laughs> yeah it does cause it's like you don't deserve that but I have to do what I gotta do for me like and yeah. that's what makes tricky that's what makes it tricky when you're so dealing with humans you gotta put that down it's part of like something like you have to put your pride away and your ego away you have to put that away too in order to like seriously be in a relationship where you actually feel like you're giving your full self because you can't be giving your full self if you're also protecting yourself right. like that no, to that extent can't. Yeah, because it's certain things that you say. Yeah, because you're not completely being honest. Mm-mm. You're saying what you have to say, I guess, to progress. But I'm not giving you everything because I don't trust you with it. Which is crazy. Because how do we expect to love somebody if we can't even give that part away? It's not even nothing that you really got to do. It's just telling somebody simply your truth. Right. But you're so scared with that. How can you? How? But see, this is the part that bothers me because it's like, I give you that honesty or whatever and you still lie in my fucking face. And it's like, you do that or... That's respect. You don't respect me then. Right. And I would rather kind of... Because what is it really going to do? Like, I feel like what is it really going to do for you to give that away? I mean, it just feels that you... Other than that part where I said, you know, like you were walking away with some a part of you. Yeah. Like, but we have to stop being scary. Nope. I feel like <laughs> you I speaking for me. <laughs> you feel like I feel like I should stop being scary. Right. Just because like it really doesn't mean nothing. It's not like you took away my ideas for my future. Like it's not like but you took anything away. Like it don't that. feel good, of course, but I just don't want to be walking around like, oh, I'm so scared to give something away. Like if somebody asked me, if somebody like really, really was trying to get to know me and they asked me something deep like that. Then I would I would tell them because yeah. it's part of my story. It's not going to change nothing. Right. It's still going to be what it is. So yeah. why should I be so fearful of somebody walking away with that? It's my past or my story. I don't I really like, care yeah. about that. In that case, I feel like you probably should just read the room, yeah. in a sense, and hope that you know that's in that moment that they respect that you gave them that. Oh, yeah, right. if you're dealing but, with me and I'm feel comfortable enough to tell you that, you better damn respect. Me. Yeah, like I don't know, cause it, cause it's still I still hold secrets from mm-hmm. like you know what friends have told me 
and stuff like that. And we're not friends no more or whatever. And I still, you know, remember that type stuff. Right. And I remember I had a friend who legit told me something and she was just like, it was because she was hurt because the person that she told before forgot. And it's like, how do you even forget something like that? Like, Mm. you know, so I still remember. And it's like, you know, I want her to know that I still have that. And nobody knows about that. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody will ever know about that. And I just feel like it's fucked up that, you know, it's people out there who do feel that type of way. Because she didn't have to share that. Like, or tell me that. And it's like, it sucks that it just sucks. That speaks to your loyalty, though, and your character. Because that means that you're a, uh, actually like a, you're a good person. Right. <laughs> like, you know, if you're not a good person, then, you know, of course, any information given to you can be slaughtered and given to everybody. Right. But if you're a good person and you don't give a fuck about, you know, falling out, being cool or whatever like that. I have secrets of people that I don't, would never speak to again. <sighs> but I'm not going to be like, oh, let me tell you about her and what right. she did. No, I don't yeah, really no. give a, like, first I mean, of all, no. <laughs> it's in like certain type of situation like that. I don't wouldn't even care to like share anything like that because in actuality, when you're dead to me, all of that stuff goes. Yes. Like, I don't even get nothing out of telling yes. your business if I don't like you mm-hmm. or something. Like I really don't even want to talk about you. Period. So right. yeah, people gotta sit down and some people gotta stand up. Right, and it's crazy because even in that situation, I'm gonna say this and I'm step off. Uh-huh. Like. <laughs> like um i felt the only regret i had about that situation or any situation that was similar to that is when i also didn't share because i felt like in that type of situation i felt like i could have helped her in that situation by telling her that i also had a similar situation Mm. so i think that we probably could have bonded the fact that we shared that situation in a sense, but I heard that and I did what I did with that. Oh and my gosh. Because he was scared to be vulnerable. Yeah. After she was just vulnerable. With and you. that's the crazy part. Like, I can see the vulnerability, but I don't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. Mm. In a sense, I don't know if. I don't know what that's about. I just don't. I think it's like a power thing. And a lot of people tell you, you can't let people like have that type of control over you. Mm. But I legit don't need people out there who are not around me or talking to me to know those things about me. Exactly. It's kind of like, I get that feeling like, you know, how you would feel about people at work. Like you don't put your business out there to people at work or whatever. Exactly. Y'all not really friends or yes. nothing like that. So it's kind of like the same to where now you're ex- all your business is going to be out at work. So Never needed that. Right. Yeah, it's, it's really tight, but you really have to just pay attention and just... I really feel like I learned something from what I just said today. Right. <laughs> because I don't... I mean, at the end of the day, like, nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. But, you know... I would hate to have to fight somebody because I felt like, you know, I trusted you with my ish and you came out right with it. You know, no matter what I'm saying, you know, about how it's not that big of a deal, don't say it. Don't speak it after you've already heard it. It was a one-time thing. It's a final notice. Don't say nothing else after that. 
So don't get your ass beat. And that's the crazy <laughs> in me, because the sad part is, I don't even think it's mainly from the fact that I think you'll put my business out there or anything like that. It's just, I think I think about it as, you know, like a gift or something like that. If I gave something to you, You're if special. we're not speaking or anything no more, I don't want you to have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, ooh, you can't have that. Ooh. Or whatever. You don't deserve that anymore. It's a precious anymore. moment. Right. Something that you hold tight and near and dear. Right. That's crazy. That's that's good. This perspective. Perspective <laughs> is truly everything. That's legit what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now that I was able to actually form that in a better <laughs> way, like, that's legit how it feels. Like, I want my things back. Well... <laughs> and that is understandable. And you can't get that back. Yeah. So I just keep it. Then that that's that's putting value to it. <laughs> because now you can't say it's nothing because right. it's clearly something. It means a lot. It's mm. shaped who. Yeah. You know. True. Well, I mean, shit. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Lastly, I want to do um Blacks and J Cole song Pretty Little Fears. Um, I just want to, I mean, the song is dope. Of course, we stand for black on the show. Um, <laughs> but I want to focus on J. Cole's verse here because J. Cole. Um, you've been way more than a friend of mine. We more like fam. I raised you, you raised me. Let's turn this whole life round. You can confide in me. I can take the weight up off your shoulder blades and try to store the pain inside of me. Can you say? Yes. You can't even say nothing but. Just give that a snap. I mean, you, that is another level. Like, if, if, let me just finish this so I can dive, dive in it. Dive in it, bitch. Hey, why the world do you like that? Like, they don't know you God sent, but me, I view you like that. I'm sneaking glances, thanking God that he drew you like that. Beautiful black child, come and shed your black cloud for your vibe and your smile. I don't mind a little rain. I'm your dog, ears perk up at the sign of your name, counting your man. Wow, fire can handle your flame, download your shame. Wow, how I can drown in your fragrance, shoot that red pill. Say, oh, no, I ain't, I ain't gonna say that part. I ain't gonna say that last part. But J. Cole definitely gave the hell out of everything in that verse. Everything. I'm telling you, that was such a fucking vibey song. Like, oh my God. Was a, he read. He really did. I really just, I, I really, after reading that, you know, I never read it before. So now I feel it in a whole different way. See? My, you gotta hear it. I mean, I I've heard it and I've I loved it, but reading it, Mm-mm. that nigga spazzed. <laughs> He definitely pulled on a throat hunting because I needed <laughs> all of that, That's and and it's it's so good. Like it really is. The pain off your shoulder blades part is lit for me because all that we spoke about, just in this lyrically speaking, was about being vulnerable and letting your guard down and love and all that. And then like the best part, we we talked about all the negative ways that it could go. But this is like the positive way that it could go. Like a man, well, you know. So after you have been vulnerable, they have the skill to tell you that they're going to take what you said and store it inside of them. Because, of course, if it's something that we are holding as, you know, something so near and dear, it clearly has a, a way of making us feel like some kind of pain because we wouldn't be scared to release that if it didn't have a, ability to hurt us so if somebody's saying that they're gonna take your pain that you just shared with them and store it inside of them and make it theirs that is big ass shit okay that is some big stuff that nobody is out here doing on the (laughs) daily honey (laughs) 
And just, you know, somebody that admires you from head to toe, like your whole make and thanking God for you. And I saw this the other day on Twitter, like somebody was like, imagine a girl that includes you in their prayers. Like, why are niggas, niggas don't know, niggas don't, I mean, what what kind of women are y'all with at the same, like, you know, because I know that when I'm in a relationship, I pray for my man. I want, I mean, I prayed with my man at a point. Like, we have to. We have to incorporate prayer into our relationship. Like, if we want that to to be something that flourishes, we have to come together and make that thing work. So, I mean, I feel like this is, we have these so many ideas of what a man should be or what your significant other should be. But honestly, somebody that can take your pain and make it theirs and understand you to that level Mm. is the deepest type of love that anybody can have. Because Mm. if they are willing to, because, you know, sharing your shit with somebody and them just having it is one thing. But sharing your shit with somebody and them sharing that experience with you, even though they didn't have to, that means more than anything. That's a whole kind of different intimacy that sex conversation none of that could happen like could change that none I of that love how everything seems to be tying in into yes yes it's coming through and it's coming all the way through oh that gave me life <laughs> i feel good yeah. i feel good inside just after reading that because <laughs> it just gave me a whole new standard honey i gave me a whole new standard new checklist because i mean yes you want a deeper love in this life because right. if it's gonna be basic, like you could be with anybody, but uh, clearly we don't want to be with just anybody. Being with like, anybody. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and then look at what that turns out. Like. Just trying to make the same person work different times, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make sense. Oh, yes, gave me that. <laughs> <laughs> that was lit. I really miss going to the spoken word stuff. Like that was everything. I know. We really need to get back into that. We should. We yes. gotta like re up at some point mm-hmm. or whatever with that. See, and then my coworker doesn't work with me anymore, so what? he's gone. And that was my plug to the to the poetry thing. <laughs> but I can still I can still find something. But the time is never right. Yeah. But that would be good. That would be good to get back into it because it just awakens a whole new part of you. Because words. We say so much, we read so much, we tweet so much, we on social media so much, but words, the power of words is often taken for granted or just misused because we don't focus on how deep, like lyrics, we listen to music one day and then be done with it, like the next day. But when you read, like after reading that shit, I mean, I knew I had this on repeat for a while, but you know, it's different when you like read it and you internalize it and process it differently. Because it's supposed to be done that way. Right. Like, that's what music was supposed to be. Like, when they dropped seven songs and you had only one song coming out in April, one song, in the, like, one artist dropping in April and that's all you focused on. That was it. Now we have ten people dropping in April and we don't have no damn time Reels, to focus on like, what they saying. You're scrambling to get through. Then you got one-minute songs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I can get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> like, I don't need that in my life. I'm not wasting time. What am shit. I even absorbing? You can't get into it. Yeah. You can't, there's, you can't have conversations like this really about it. It's mm. real limited. Like, you know, you're not giving me anything with a verse and a chorus. A repeated chorus. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not getting nothing from that. So it's kind of like taking a value of, you know, music down in a sense because everybody doesn't have the 
fucking patience or, right. you know, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Like, nobody has the attention span anymore go. to process mm-hmm. anything. Nobody thinks anything through no more. It's legit the headline. We take what we're given. Even in text messages, nobody's read reading your text all the way. No. They're skimming through, and I hate that shit. Like, I'm the one that at least will try to answer all the questions in the message. I hate when a motherfucker <laughs> only sees one, th- like, one thing out of a three-question like. I do paragraph. both. Like, I do both. I dip and dive, and, and I dip and dash in both. <laughs> like, I'll be like, shit, sometimes you asking a question and I already know the answer. Right. And then, so I ain't gonna answer it. <laughs> but... <See? laughs> Yo, I need to go to a, a text class, text etiquette class on some real. Like I, have I thought you were about to do that to me today, and I was like, I legit asked about the the order of the fucking show. Oh, but then gosh. you came back. And I did answered it again, and I was like, okay, great, because I did not get the answer. Like, I don't know. That's for the show. Now, if it was a regular conversation, <laughs> I'm right of not. Giving you all of that. <laughs> if we being real, that's so sad. I really need to sit down. Oh I need to get my gosh. shit together. I also wanted to do the um the LMA song, everything, but you know, but that just goes back to the social media thing. Like she says on that song, basically that you know he the person notices everything, and it's so tough these days. And we find it to be like back in the day when somebody knows that your favorite color is this and your favorite uh, flower is that, right. that wasn't no big deal. But now with social media and so much damn shit cluttering our minds, it's so hard for us to be even remembering birthdays and little shit like that of your significant other. Like things like that are not acceptable. No. Like you can't do that. How are you in a relationship with somebody? You got, I got to start learning numbers again. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine. I don't even remember my shit. Right. I don't get a fuck. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been a good like response to anything. Uh uh-uh. like, You saying you don't remember my number, <laughs> cool. But to follow up but you don't know yours <laughs> like what the fuck is that? Oh my god. <laughs> like, I barely know why. Like how is that a thing? That's not that an excuse. It's not If you ain't gonna you remember yours, you gonna remember mine. Like <laughs> my thing is where's your mother? Like didn't y'all write down back in the day your phone number you add do you know where you live what's your address i, I mean seriously like if, if you, you got taken away <laughs> don't hit me with the i don't know the address or whatever but i can tell you how to get there like bitch, no gonna, we don't need know like the it. full this is thing why the white people don't like us i mean <laughs> this is why we can't get nowhere because you can't remember simple shit <laughs> like how do you even have a job and you can't remember basic shit but, like, fix it, fix it for okay, real. But I, with so much love in this episode, and we can't, we can't, we can't. Oh, see, I told you we're not every gonna be, time, right? But it felt good. It did. I feel like it was a good episode, of course. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's I'm definitely right. getting better. With- Lyrically speaking, yes. I think we definitely spoke a little more on the songs this time. I mean, because they deserved it, right? They deserved the last time too, but we were still trying to squeeze in with the active show too, which yeah. is too much. But all that emotion. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We it's a schedule. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so find us at on IG at Point Black Period Pod. Find us on Twitter at Point Black Pod. Hit us up on Gmail with your, of course, lyrics, but you won't because you don't. Um, <laughs> at, point, <laughs> at Point Black Period Podcast at Gmail. You can find. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can buy me. Uh, I'm Kenyon Bloom. Okay, damn it. Right. <laughs> but you see it in the bio. 
It's right there. Um, yes, y'all can find me on Instagram at Brian the Podcaster. That is B R I for you simple bitches. <laughs> B R I A N. Yes. The Podcaster. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lucky underscore Watcher. And it's still the same. Haven't it's changed yet. Not gonna change yet. Um, I was thinking about it for more consistency, but to be completely honest, I don't give a fuck. That's where you. So at. you know, if you're a little confused on the name, because it do sound like like a bot or some shit like that, but that's my motherfucking Wu Tang name generator. Oh like, my lord, that's my generated name Lock out here. So if I was a part of the motherfucking Wu Tang clan. That was going to be my goddamn name along with Childish Gambino. So, Take it. <laughs> suck me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, so we out. Yes, this has been. Y'all, yes, this has been Point Black Period, guys. Thank y'all. Point Black Beach. Holiday tips and wine stories from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My top tip, not all gifts have to be for others. Treat yourself. Crisp whites like a floral Sauvignon Blanc pairs perfectly with shrimp cocktail and other light appetizers. Now that's how you kick off a holiday meal. Most adults smile an average of 20 times a day. Make that 21 for someone you love with the perfect bottle from Total Wine & More. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Total Wine & More. Cheers. 